sex isn't a sex isn't like a thing about that. Like I don't care if when you meet my mom, I'm not like, all right, mom, the sex is great. Like this is the one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you don't say that shit. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Almost Cool. I'm Marty, and Hooter is over there. I'm over here. He swears. <laughs> how's, how's you what's doing? up, buddy? Oh. Doing well, man. Doing Hell well. Yeah. Feeling a little, a little groggy. We were kind of talking about it. Um, I got my second shot yesterday, and while I'm not feeling completely poo-poo, mm-hmm. like I still do just kind of have like a little lull about me <laughs> a little but, uh, head in the clouds <laughs> dude i just feel a little i don't know yeah it feels low-key on autopilot like i'm just kind of yeah going about you know what i mean yeah just coast for a few days get make sure you're you know you're gonna be feeling all right before you put yourself out there again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the plan that's the that's fucking the plan. plan man it's uh, yeah i've been dude i felt so sick i was so queasy when i got my second one i was I just I I did not like it. I was like, man, yeah, they told really, me about it too. I'm really thankful. Yeah, homegirl at the at the the, the place was just like, yeah, you're gonna want to take like ibuprofen before bed just to make sure you don't feel like complete garbage. I was like, okay, cool, yeah, word. Uh, I've heard so many horror stories, <laughs> you included, about people just feeling like dog shit. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even drink or anything like uh, after it, and I still felt nauseous. I still felt. It, it it felt like a hangover, but the kind of hangover where you can only drink like little sips of water every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like if I do anything, if I move, if I eat anything, it's not going to stay down. Like I'm right. just gonna I'm just gonna lay here and maybe sip water every now and then just yeah, to stay yeah. alive today. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. Who knows? Maybe in an hour, I'll be just like bundled up on the couch just Movie looking dating. like ron swanson just <laughs> full walrus full, full walrus, walrus. <laughs> absolutely yeah dude that's <laughs> take it take it easy There's no reason to push yourself today oh man how's your week been dude uh it's been good i had off monday too. and tuesday so it was it's been super mellow um on Monday, I went over to Graffiti Park here in Philly, and it's just this old mm-hmm. abandoned uh, like boat pier that they have made into a park, and it's covered in graffiti, like head to toe, and you can get up on this really cool walkway up there. It's like the top of the cargo uh, old shipping place, and you can go up yeah. there, and it's covered in paint. Oh, it's just so beautiful, and... Uh, I I painted like a little smiley face on there, left my mark. <laughs> but it was it was That's pretty cool. dope. Yeah, it was super chill. I'm uh I'm like it's it's getting hot as Hades out right now. Like just walking outside, I forgot that uh I'm not like the sweater like sweating type, but like until like you know, you got to get a few weeks into summer to like your body to get used to the heat and man, yeah. it hit like almost in the nineties with nothing but pure humidity, and I was just like, "All right, I I can't freaking Dude. do this. I'm drenched in sweat, and I just stepped outside." <laughs> Welcome to my entire life, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> preaching to the choir over there with you and being in New Orleans. <laughs> God, dude, you basically live Ever underwater. S- like, I am. I do. Yeah, for real, for real. 
like I've always been an easy sweater. So like <laughs> just thinking about going outside is making me a little misty out here. <laughs> but I'm getting pre-sweat to like the sweat I'm going to feel. <laughs> Dude, that's how it is. I my body's already it's like, oh shit, all right. All right, everybody, get ready for the cool down sequence. We got exactly. to get started. <laughs> like taking walks used to be so enjoyable, and now it's like it sounds like the most awful thing in the world. Yeah. It's like I don't even want to go to the grocery store, man. <laughs> I've got seven minutes to before I completely yep. need to wear a swimsuit. And I'll be good. I'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and that kind of, that kind of goes into perfectly what we were what our topic is today. It's uh, good for you, but not yeah. for me is uh like we i i like i was telling you a little bit earlier i've been i'm not gonna say judgmental to the extent where i'm being mean and harsh to people but like i I mentioned my Mm -hmm. internal monologue has been just kind of ruthless lately (laughs) and uh yeah so and it's it's in conversation you know when you like thinking to yourself and and you're making comments in your own head a bit being like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Oh, like, why would you do that? Or like <laughs> things like that when people are talking. And I just need to be like a little bit more easygoing in my own head because I'm easy. I don't like lo- mm-hmm. I don't want those people to feel like they're making bad decisions or anything like like being judgmental. But <laughs> it's just if I do it in my head enough, I feel like I'm just going to become that cynical ass person and just <laughs> it's going to come yeah. over. So I was thinking of the topic of good for you, not for me, because I think it's something click. It helps me click in to just being. Yeah, yeah. If that working, it's that if that's working for you and that you're having fun doesn't affect me, man. Like, why Why am I going to hate on that, you know? <laughs> so Let's agree to disagree, Agree baby. to disagree. Exa- no, it's, yeah. I mean, that's just another way to say good for you, not for me. Like, it's just, you know, we're different and it's cool. <laughs> and, and the heat, I, I will say, and the, it, good for you, not for me, is the heat right now. Like, oh, God damn, I just can't. I walk. Nah, man. <laughs> Dude, that's how I feel when people are, when people hate the cold. Dude, that's my... That's when I thrive. Like, <laughs> that's when I feel the best. I feel the most comfortable. I just run hot. My body is just a, just a heavily insulated motherfucker. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. No. I when I sleep, uh, uh, I have to have like, I have to have a blanket when I sleep. And with when it gets hot in the summertime, if the air is not on, I mean, I think that's pretty universal. Like, you can't sleep if you're burning up, but. Like, even in the yeah. winter, I'm just, like, I'm a thermos. My body is just, like, so, like, my skin's hot. And, like, even if it's cold outside, I'm I'm just, like, I'm a feels like I'm a thermos. And so I have to have my room ice yeah, cold dude. when I sleep. I'm like, all right, we got to put the, all the time. <laughs> every fan that I have on, air conditioning has got to be at, like, 68, 69. And let's just get this, yeah. like, let's, let's just, and it's a, I don't know. I, I have problems with it because I'm a, I'm a, I like to practice being frugal and so like you can't really cool a house and save money that way that's your that's your splurge, that's my time, splurge huh? that, time exactly that eight hours skip when you're unconscious a whole season of drinking just to save money so i could pay for air conditioning i seriously wouldn't that's fair that's fair straight up i can't do it oh man but i uh i have like a few i have a few um ideas um just like really spitfire stuff that I was thinking we could talk to yeah, talk dude. about. Um, and one of the things I didn't them. mention this one to you, but I thought I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this issue. And I think it's a really funny issue to talk about with me and you because we're, we're on the, or the chill spectrum of this. Um, 
and you're in a mm-hmm. committed relationship, so I thought this would be really fun to debate uh, or you know just talk about. Would be your significant other Let's or the debate. person you're talking to having guy friends or girlfriends, and bruh, I wrote that oh, down as well. Just like the significant <laughs> other's best Hell friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> if it's it, and I mean like if you're if you're in a in a relationship or a heterosexual relationship, I mean, like your girlfriend having uh, guy friends, or if you're in a homosexual relationship, or you know, just someone of the opposite gender that you feel threatened by, uh, in that in that kind of way, not like necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this just breeds toxicity. <laughs> this subject is just. I hear so many people like, "Oh, she's not going to have any guy friends." Like, I don't trust any of them, and. Yeah, it just to me, it's uh, I totally get some of the insecurities that we, you know, I even have sometimes, uh, and people feel oh, yeah, about that situation. But I, it's just to me, it's so controlling. Like, why I would never tell you who you can be friends with, like, just just right off the bat, I'm just never gonna tell you who to be friends with. And (laughs) I I, honestly, (laughs) so, um, yeah, I agree with you completely that I think it's overly controlling and just stupid um but i think it's like the best trap that they set for themselves <laughs> you know what i mean if it's like oh that's so true it's like it's like look i'm trusting you if you're gonna fuck up and do something like then you're not right for me anyway so you just you put it out there yourself you you made it to a point where you um were tempted by all this stuff but no i usually have no problems before i had a big problem with like i'd get very insecure with a girlfriend having mm-hmm. a close guy friend i get really jealous dude it was so <laughs> bad it was so bad i will say like throughout as i've gotten older my jealousy has gotten really under control <laughs> like yeah i still I mean, it's a human emotion i'll feel it but now it's just like, come on, man! Like you're yeah. kind of stupid. Like yeah, yeah. what just, we talked about in just... that actual episode. It's like, come on, <laughs> yeah, shut yeah. You up. grew you're up good. a little bit. That's good to hear. <laughs> That's fine, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't think it's a big problem for me. Honestly, sometimes now I like it because obviously I know this person likes my girlfriend and my girlfriend likes me. So now it's just up to me to like them. Like that's all mm-hmm. I have to do, really, and. Who knows? Maybe I'll find a new best yeah, friend. Exactly. Of it. No, exactly. I think I think you know this is I, mean? I think this comes and I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people our age talk about it and and I get it because you were in a phase where in your twenties you're just at your like prime for everything. You know, you're af you know, you're still like got all your bones in the right place. Hopefully you you know, you got some muscle on you, <laughs> you're just like yeah. you're at your prime. Like <laughs> yeah. but you're also at your most like stupid it's like you know we always you're making dumb decisions every day or like you know every now and then that you're when you're not gonna make like 10 years from now and stuff so it's i just i just whenever i think about this subject i always think about how i act when i'm around my female co-workers or something and i like to give the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. that the guys that if i was to date someone are not gonna act the same but have like this same feeling that i have it's like i work in a like as a, as a bartender and every server in there is just gorgeous like way out of my league like and in, in my in my yeah. perception i'm just like wow all you guys are just gorgeous and like in my head as someone who loves women would be like oh man 
like this is a this is a pool that I would love to j- just dive headfirst into. <laughs> like, this is a pool. So I get like uh, obviously like my trigger response is like wow all these people are beautiful and then I start to get to know them and the way I'm I think about love right now I'm just kind of a little bit like we're talking about a little bit cynical so like. Mm-hmm. The people that I was working with, some of them came out and told me they had a boyfriend immediately, which was really funny. Like, I'd be like, hey, I'm Marty. And they're like, hey, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> like, I didn't even ask, but okay, thanks. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, dude. So, like, when I first met Allison, I was dating someone else. Like, I had mm-hmm. another long-term girlfriend at that point. And... I- we were at, like, some work party or whatever, and I was just like, you know what? Like, I want to be friends with this person. And so I go up to her, like, hey, can I get you a drink? She's like, oh, no, I don't yeah, drink I my that. church in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then I find out later on that, you know, she says, God, I was so drunk at that party last night. And then she told, tells me the other day, because yeah. it got brought up again. She's like, honestly, I didn't know if you were flirting with me or what, and I just didn't want to. I was like, I don't know this person. I'm trying to create the boundary. Yeah, like you know, like set it early. I'm to keep my dis- <laughs> I get yeah, that. I yeah. totally understand that because, like, you don't want me being I, like, not that I would, but you don't want someone at work being a predator. Like, you know, you want to set boundaries immediately. Like, you're working yeah. with them, and I totally get that. But for me, I'm like, when I'm at work, I don't even think about that. Like, I don't mix business with pleasure because that would ruin. I, the thing I think about is like the server industry is the most gossip driven heavy like place in the world, <laughs> and so why would I want that information oh, floating yeah. around and everyone know certain things about me and like that I want to keep private, you know, in my life? And I I just don't want you that don't. shit shared. You so don't. when I'm at work, I have that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I want to be friends with everybody. I want to hang out, but I definitely don't want people to know that side of me. So I'm not even going to try. And so when I think of Oh yeah, I don't want you to have guy friends or something. Like I'm like I always think of someone if they're like me, where I'm like, oh well, he's there, he's not he's not trying anything. Like I'm dating other people outside of work and like having my own thing. I have my own friends, mm-hmm. and like that's that issue. If we were to get a drink after work or something, it would be completely like platonic, and it would just be platonic like, all right, I'm at work. Just, like, and so yeah. I I have that same feeling because I have I have lived with at least one girl ever since I moved out. Like I went to college and we had our roommate Sarah um, in our house. And that mm-hmm. was the most platonic relationship I've ever had in my life where we were, we were best friends and we still are today. I went up to New York uh, just last weekend to go visit her. And she, the kind of guys she's into is not me, which is totally, that's like just not my, her, I'm not her type, which that made that easy. And then whenever I got to know yeah. her, we, I was like, not her wingman or any in any means, but like I encouraged her for the men that she was mm-hmm. going for, and like I never was on this back burner status yeah. of like, all right, whenever she's free, I'm gonna slip in there. Like that was never a scheme of mine, and <laughs> and that's what people get so insecure about is like, oh, like if I started hanging out with Allison, and you know, yeah. obviously this case wouldn't work, but uh, you'd be like, all right, Martin's like yeah. scheming, like he is he waiting on the back burner over there for like me to mess up, and then. Yeah, yeah. Just and waiting for the I, opportunity. I, <laughs> you know, I do have a friend. I do have a friend who I'm really good friends with. Um, this girl, and they're not dating anymore. But um, I feel as if her boyfriend kind of looked at me like that, like just waiting for me, waiting to see if mm-hmm. I would like try and swoop in <laughs> for anything. Like this happened when 
I was single before Allison and I started dating. And I could just kind of feel like, because I'd go over there and he'd be like, who is this dude? Like, what's going on? Even yeah. though I've hung out with him a million different times. You know what I mean? Like, I, he's just, yeah, he's he got thought his binoculars out, just like, what is Hooter really, over there doing? <laughs> it's like hyper focused. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing is like, my that switch is like, that switch is turned off for me when I'm in front of people with boyfriends and girlfriends and things like that. Yeah. I never want to overstep any of my boundaries. I also am not a, I don't want to feel uncomfortable. And me doing that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like flirting at work, that shit just, it, I don't know how to do it very well unless like I'm in a situation where it's very deliberately known you could do that. Like if you're going on a date and you're like, hey, I'm going to take you on a romantic date. Then yeah. you can like, in yeah. my head, I'm like, okay, that's where you you can be. You can say things like you're pretty or that's the green light to being that's like, okay, I'm not going to be a creep if I say, oh man, you look really good today or something like that. You know, like I never crossed that boundary. Um yeah. And I, I love actually I love when people tell me that they have boyfriends because the thing I get scared of is that if that conversation doesn't happen, or if there's not like an immediate barrier that's made, like I'm someone who who wants that barrier. So if you're mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm Martin, hey, I have a boyfriend, I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Like there is there, it's there is like no like there is yes. there's not even gonna be a hint of this like emotional feeling between us. Like it's automatically cut off and that makes me happy. Like fuck. Yeah, like Whoa, she's got a boyfriend. <laughs> like, I I love I love that feeling because I just, there's no pressure of like even having like so. In the way of my thing is like she's not going to grow any interest because she has a boyfriend. Just, I know that sometimes isn't the case, but my head goes that way where I'm right, like, okay, maybe yeah. she, she loves him. Like she's going to be over there. She has those feelings with someone else. She's not even going to think about me like that. And that's the way relationships should work if you're in a monogamous relationship. So I'm yeah. I'm on that side where I'm like, thank God. <laughs> so whenever they have like giving me the chance, like even then I would be like, no, I just I just witnessed you guys breaking up or something. I'm not here to scheme. I'm not like that. I don't want to swoop in on some. And I know this sounds really bad, but I don't want to swoop in on someone who's damaged, like or like not damaged, but like uh, hurting. You know, like like yeah, I want to go out and just like have a good time and laugh right now, and yeah. like. You know, feel feel cute and feel like I can't do that if like you're crying on my shoulder. <laughs> like I'm here as a friend for that. Like I love that. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like you're crying on my shoulder and then like I you know like just like go in for a kiss. Like who does that? <laughs> People do it. I get it. I like hit People them when they're low, that. and that's terrible. That. I fucking hate that. Like uh, that's, that's not so even nasty. a good for you thing. That's, <laughs> that's just that's don't so do that. <laughs> no, that's just bad for but, everybody. Yeah, so it's. I already have some trust bad, issues that bro. I'm working out, you know, like if, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I love that. If you're going to give, yeah. like you said, I'm going to give you the opportunity, every opportunity to be unfaithful in a situation and my insecurity, like, but I'm going to have faith that you are, that I, you're going to make the right decision, you know, like that's what yeah. trust is. It's like, okay, I'm going to, without us being around each other, I have faith that you're going to make the right decision. And if yeah, you don't, real. then that's a reflection on you. That's not... That's me. That's not me. Like if a guy is constantly being is. like at you, uh, like you know, in in that way, if you're in a relationship and stuff, and you're and you don't take the liberty to, hey, I, like fucking stop, or hey, like don't even think about it, or hey, like stop, I'm, I'm like we can be friends, stop, like I have you know I, that part of my life is already taken. It's cool, <laughs> uh, but I mean I, th- I think a lot of it's just driven because like people want to have sex. Like it's not even like oh I want to date that girl. It's just like I want to I want to 
get into this uh break you know, these I wanna, walls I wanna have down, this experience boy. yeah yeah let's bring, it's like no you fucking creep like that's how some people are they put it over everything put it over everything so yeah and so i actually i mean i have at least in my friends and the people that i i i, I immediately gravitate towards or like if i meet out in public i you know i don't know everyone mm-hmm. but i i think i have a generic or a gen a gener- generally a good like compass on like if I met some random person that just so happened to be a dude at a bar and like we were hanging out. We actually became friends. And then I, my girlfriend was at that bar one day and he texted like she texted me. Oh, hey, so and so is here like that. And I'd be, I'd be like, oh, fucking tell him I said, hey, that's yeah, awesome. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wouldn't even think anything of it because I now I have faith in my friend and I also have faith in you. So like, like that's the thing, too, is like <laughs> I think it's there's moments when you're out when you're in a relationship where someone compliments you or like something like somebody does something that wasn't warranted but you also like you just have to deal with it because that's the way you know you didn't ask for it but it it just happened right like someone like what do you mean compliments you on the like 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 uh like if allison was walking to the grocery store and some guy came up to her and was like hey man like you've been looking good like i saw you from over there what's what's going on what's your number can i have your name like he doesn't he has no idea who you are yeah like he, yeah. he you're not there with her like to him she's just like shopping yeah. right and so i don't i'm not mad at him for taking the shot because guess what i'm dating her i took that shot too yeah. like i totally get it right like <laughs> we're in the same boat i think she's great too uh but it was it would just be like the way she responds if she's egging it on a little bit to be flirtatious and like yeah. so like it's like oh man yeah. like what's the deal do you want to just feel cute and then like you leave and it's harmless because that's that's to me is fine like you yeah. know like feeling like oh thank you sir but like you know I have a boyfriend like you know that I don't know like I just have a like sometimes I like to feel cute and like you know we have this. I'm not gonna get to a situation where. <laughs> Uh, I will break any barriers or cause any harm, but I will accept the compliment and like feel yeah, cute. You right know what I mean? We have this this saying between Allison and I, because uh, we're both in the service industry, and it's just like go out there and shake a little ass. Like that's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Allison, get out there! You can do it. <laughs> Bro, we tell it to each other every before every shift, just to like, hey. You know what? If you're a little flirty, that's fine. Who cares? It's harmless. We're totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah. it's harmless. It's like <laughs> mostly most people do it just for fun to feel validated. To ha- like that's that's I'm having a good time. Yeah, like it's not crossing any boundaries, but it's it's like I don't know. It's <laughs> just it's just the way of, the way you flow oh, with it. You know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. So I think let's see. Yeah. So. Like I was telling Martin earlier before we started recording, I kind of read this wrong. <laughs> I kind of read this this topic wrong. <laughs> and it was just kind of the things that I wrote down are what are your thoughts on issues? Not so much like, oh, this is good for me, but bad for you or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's cool. But the first thing I thought was like, how much, how much happiness uh, do you sacrifice for money? So like, what's the balance there? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've had, I've, and it's it's crazy because I've had moments on both sides where I didn't sacrifice anything for my happiness, mm-hmm. or like I didn't sacrifice anything, uh, in to do with money, mm-hmm. um, for my happiness. But then I had like I've worked in a job that paid me really well, but I didn't really like it very much. Yeah. 
so I, I like you know I'm taking a hit on my dopamine levels there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ultimately, I would tell everyone like if you're not happy, move on. But that's so it's so hard to do that in this like capitalistic world. You know, I need to eat and shit and yeah. <laughs> like we were bred we were bred to you know at least for like the way my parents looked at it sometimes was like you suffer because you have responsibilities like feeding children and mm-hmm. and doesn't you know you sacrifice a lot of your happiness cuz your other priorities but we're at a we're at a point where like my mom and dad had kids when they were 19 and so their their responsibilities hit so early like they were like 21 being like I have to have a full-time job because I need to feed a kid and like right. pay for diapers and all this stuff. I don't have that and yeah, like yeah <laughs> I there's not a lot I have to if I'm miserable, I don't I don't wanna sacrifice my happiness just because I'm like, ah, oh, this, you know, I gotta eat and like I don't like my expenses aren't that much. So <laughs> Yeah, like, exactly. I don't I won't sacrifice a lot if I you know, like I'll take a shittier job uh when it comes to pay grade, but if I'm happier at that job with like the people I'm around, I'll definitely like it that that's where it's at right now for yeah. me. Yeah, one hundred percent. I say that because just because like uh so like last week i said that i quit my job like two weeks ago and then i got another job and really nice place really really cool place means Mm -hmm. the building itself means a lot to me it's this um renovated hotel used to be an orphanage and a halfway house and that's actually that's where my dad was adopted from was from this building oh no way yeah so i was like oh dope like i have a chance to work here that sounds fantastic and i really wanted to like it but I hated it. <laughs> I oh, hated it. No. And so, but the money was pretty good. The money was really good. And so I was just like, oh man, do I just hold out for a while? Do I just do this? Like until something better comes along. And then, oh man, so I quit my second job in two weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> after the first week of being completely disrespected by like managerial staff, I was just like, you know what? I just went through this. I'm not having this. See y'all yeah. later. Um, of course I like, I worked what I was supposed to work, but I just said after that, yo, I'm not coming back just because I'm mm-hmm. not happy. Like I'm staying here for like, bro, the hours were insane. It was like, get there at three o'clock and then don't leave until one to 2 a.m. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I've worked this shift before for like six months. I worked, you know, 12 hour shifts every day. Mm-hmm. Miss me with that, baby. Like, I am over it. No amount of money, at least not around here anyway, is going to justify that for me. Because I do think, I do think if, oh, man, if it is an exuberant, exuberant, exuberant amount of money, Mm -hmm. and I don't think I hold money to this importance, but if I can work, if I could suffer for a little while and just stock up, and then move on to something that makes me happy and have all this saved up, it makes it easier for me and it makes it more worthwhile for me to finally get to do something that I'm happy with. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I was kind of looking at it. That's the way I looked at it when I worked in the plants. It was just like, dude, I'm making so much money right now, but I have zero time for anything. I literally wake up, go to work, come back, sleep, wake up, go to work. I have all this money, have no chance to spend it. Like, I, I can't yep. be happy. There is no time for extra things. Mm-hmm. And if I had a kid, bro, oh my God. Like, <laughs> no way. Some people, <laughs> like, no way. No, way. <laughs> no, no, that's it. But, like, I will say, because I, I had that same experience as I worked uh, in, when I was working in t- Kentucky. The last six months of my job 
was, all right, Martin, you want to move. You need to get out of here. What you're yeah. going to do is you're going to work in this. You're going to keep your job because you're making really good money, but you're going to save a lot so you can move to Philly. And mm-hmm. you're going to have enough to where you can kind of make your way there. Like you don't have to like, you know, there's the pressure of getting a job right when you get there is kind of off your shoulders, that kind of thing. So I, I, yeah. I relaxed for a few months when I got here, just kind of learning the city, learning the vibe, learning what people were into, like what places are around here. And that was perfect. Like I suffered for a little while in my nine to five and I took some overtime hours just just to save up and get to somewhere better. And I yeah. think that's I think that's where if you if you're if you have motives on your way to something better that's like suffering is a part of and i when i say suffering i just mean like not to the you're not enjoying exactly what you thought you would be doing or like you're not having yeah. the exact um stimulation you thought you would have from a job and i think this is where what our parents really wanted us and get into it's not like submit yourself to a nine to five and be a slave to the workforce but mm-hmm. like you're not always going to enjoy what you're doing. Work is going to feel like work sometimes. And yeah. when it when you when you're in that, yeah, like I was just I was in a mood where I was like, all right, save money and then I saved a bunch of money and I finally quit that job so I can go on to the next step. And I moved up here. I've been applying to jobs. I've had job interviews and I'm working at this restaurant and I am 10,000 times happier than I ever was in Lexington. And that's just because yeah. I'm. I feel like I'm growing here. I feel like new things, meeting new people. But I. I mean, like for a six months of my life, I. I I'm not gonna say. Like I was sad, but I definitely had waves of being like, oh man, I'm just so unhappy right now. But like in the back yeah. of my head, being like, no, this is for something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you're just at a job, and you're just every day going, I hate this, but you have no other things of like, oh, I need to do this for a little while so I can go do this other thing or you know, I'm, I want to save up money or I want to like learn more about what I'm doing. So I, when I move on, I can, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that point is like, it's okay to like, not like it all the time and like be a little unhappy. I think, I think that's a, that's the exact point that I wanted to talk about is that like, we have such a romantic idea about, oh, what are you doing for the rest of your life? Yep. You know, like once you get to that ideal position where you want to be, it's all candy and rainbows from there, baby. Never <laughs> once will you hate anything. And I think that's foolish and ignorant mm-hmm. to think. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Some people just don't know. But we have this misconstrued idea of that, oh, I want to be happy. But to feel happy, you have to be unhappy, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you have to have that balance in your life where you have to go through the grind to to achieve what you want which makes you happy you have to you have to suffer a little bit like you were saying not in the way of just like get over here get in the way you know what i'm saying it's not like that it's just doing the tasks that you don't like to do that make you feel bored and mundane and just Mm -hmm. like i'd rather be anywhere else but here right now yeah you have to go through that sometimes it's just a exactly to to get to that happiness you want yeah exactly and i think i think that's like a a great i I think that's a great way to look at it because even people who are owning their own businesses and like living out the dreams that they've always wanted to there's moments when they're working that job like if you own a restaurant or you have your like some kind of business there's part there's moments in there where you're like man fuck this like like yeah everything's going like a different way than i thought it would and i've done to adapt but it's your business so it's like you're still passionate about it yeah. like you're still like 
wanting to be there. Sometimes it feels like work. Sometimes you're going to have to put in extra hours. Sometimes you're not going to be happy, like, to make this thing work. And that's, yeah, that's where the the drive comes for me. It's like, it's when you take a step back, it's more of the grand grand scheme of things. It's like, you cannot like certain things, but that's a hyper-focused view. Like, take a step back and be like, hey, do I like this as a whole? You know? Like, if my dream was to be a geologist, and I, like, for this process, I have to work for five years in a professional uh have professional experience and then i have to take a test it's kind of like the bar exam for lawyers uh for geology um after five years then i take then i'm certified as like a licensed geologist so there's like five Mm -hmm. years where i'm just like i have to do all the grunt work i have to like go on these job sites and i'm bottom of the totem pole and i'm i just am there to learn a bunch of stuff and that, that stuff is it is fun, but you're the bottom of the totem pole. It's like it's hard work. Like it's like some, like it's not fun, and it's yeah. the part where you're like, okay, this is the part where th- th- I've been prepared to like hit the grind, work as hard as you can, get to that status. Mm-hmm. And then I always think about this is like when you, whenever I, if I ever become a professional geologist and I'm working now, I have people that are used to do what I do is now under me in that way like i it's kind of that like legacy where you're like well i went through it too man like you got everyone has to put in their hours you know and i totally get that now like i totally understand where if you talk to someone who's put in some heavy hours and being unhappy but they're really driven to like continue doing that you're like okay whoa yeah like you know how bad it is you know what i mean like we're in the same boat you know how bad it can get but you still went through it and made it. Like, we were here. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, that's where the yeah. happiness is going to start. It's like, uh, a lot of times, like, kids think when they graduate college that they're like, all right, where's my $120,000 job right now? And you're like, whoa, whoa, that's not it. Like, you know, you're probably going to make 25 to 35 when you get out, and then you work your way up, and, like, you get more experience, and you learn more uh. stuff in the workforce than you do in school, and depending on, like, what your route was, and <laughs> it's like, you know, you're gonna have to yeah. put in some hours to, like, you know, make people trust you, and, like, make people, you know, think that you're good at your job, so they can pay you that, you know, that, what you want, Yeah, but, uh, that what's, a, what's your price? <laughs> like, if you were to work a job that you just hated like every, like every day you woke up, I just hate this job. But how much would they have to pay you for you not to quit? <laughs> what's the um? What's what are the hours? How how often uh, am I there? I'm assuming every day. Is it like yeah, a I'm nine to say five? Nine to five. Like let's just kind of go stereotypical with it. Uh, like if you and you absolutely hate the job, but the money is so good. What's the price? <laughs> oh, I need. Oh man. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth. I can't really, I'd say $200,000 just to, for me to be fully committed to this, Mm -hmm. you know, I will save as much as I can for 15 years and then just, (laughs) yep. that's That's kind of, that's literally the number I was thinking of too. It's like hundred thousand. That sounds nice. But then like get into like three years of that job that that you absolutely hate. And is that going to be enough? I'm like, nah, probably not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to take a a hefty hefty amount just because I get so I get so bored and I get so aggravated with having to do or be in the exact same place doing the exact same thing over mm. and over again that the longer I'm going through it, oh man, the less it's going to take for me to <laughs> Yeah. Yep. My my, out, right? <laughs> my tolerance for Karens are fucking out oh, of the door right now. Like, <laughs> I can't. I will not work for you. I will not work with you. 
never you had never, were, oh, never had a tolerance for Karens. Oh, <laughs> thank God. You know, like I, ha- I guess I haven't had a true Karen that I've worked with, but I've had like there's been people I worked with that have Karen tendencies. I'm just like, all right, well, you're kind of making me already not want this. I have a weird concept with money though. Like you can always make money, you can always like hustle your way to get by, yeah. and that's kind of the way I think. Is like if I have enough to pay my bills, I'm happy. Like, and I know that sounds like really cliche and yeah. like really like, but it's a, it's honestly like if I have some free time, but I can still pay rent and I'm not making like $200,000 a year, I'm by myself right now. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I can still. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's how I feel. Like, I used to think that money was so all important. But now as I'm growing, like I'm putting my happiness mm-hmm. first in where I'm working. I'm just like, man, I don't. As long as I, like you said, as long as I can live and I have the people I want around me that make me happy, that's all yeah. I really care about. I, like, totally, I totally feel that. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to have zero yeah, dollars like, by the end. Like, I don't want just, like, pay bills, groceries, that's yeah, it. Like, no, you know exactly. what I'm saying? I definitely like, want to have fun money. I want to have yeah. some spending money, but, like, I want to have my have fun exactly. money. Exactly. No, th- this is a prime like, example uh, of, like, money over happiness. For me, um, like, I, as a bartender right now, I'm making enough money to pay my bills, and I can go out to eat and just, like, have fun when I want to. You know, I'm not out there spending $100 a night or anything like that, but, um, like, getting into the dating world right now, since it's starting to warm up in Philly, there's so many beautiful parks here in Philly, and, like... Yeah, the, and like the way the way I go about dating is that like it's not necessarily what we do. It's like it's yeah. like, like hey, you want to? I thought that was going in oh, a completely different direction. I it was going. <laughs> you, you said, man, I'm starting to date now, and it's getting hot, and there's just a bunch of beautiful parks. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Well, I will say Philly is full of beautiful people, man. I uh, no, but I <laughs> where I was, that's funny. Where I, but where I was going was uh, it's so money is not the object. So going out to a nice dinner and you know spending on cocktails and going mm-hmm. to drinks afterwards and dressing nice and all and like all that stuff t- like to feel like you have a lot of money or that you can do that is not is not freedom to me. That's not like a way I feel like I'm gonna have a good time on a date and stuff. So. Like the way my lifestyle and the yeah. way I think about things is for a very like a first date because you know it's like you don't know them very well you just kind of want I just want to talk to you just kind of want to see where you're at in life and like not in the point where mm-hmm. I'm trying to be your you know boyfriend in any means but like let's just grab a beer and go sit at the park for an hour have a conversation and then you know because you you know you can, you can yeah. have a short conversation and be like okay I would love to see them again or you no know, like we're definitely on not on the right page like. Man, I will say, oh, you know what? This could be like, let's let's just move yep. this into a different topic. Um, yeah, expensive dates, like good for some people, bad, bad yeah. for some people. I don't, I don't necessarily like a really pricey date. Not just for me being like, oh god, my wallet's hurting. No, not because of that at all. Like, I would take getting tacos from a food truck and walking downtown over mm-hmm. an expensive dinner 100%. most times yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like yeah <laughs> just because if it's like you're going on the date you want to you i want to talk to you i want to ex- see what you do and and hear about what you do not so much 
hey, accompany me to this amazing surrounding no, it's exa- right now. You exactly, because I, mean? I like a lot of people who have money and they go out for that purpose. And I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do. Like I said, this is good for you, not for me. Uh, I don't. I don't feel like me flexing any dollar sign is going to get someone to like me more. And if it does, then it's not the person for me. So it's if I, and like, don't get me wrong. I love to spend money on good dates, but if I do that, I don't want you to know how much it is. Or like, I don't want you to think about that aspect of it. You know, you know, I want like a, there's a, there's a, what do you call it? A viewing tower in Philly. That's like, you can go up to the rooftop and see the city. There's like a mm-hmm. bar up there and it's pretty yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at prices and I was like, okay, that's not really not a first date place. But I was like, in my head, I was like, Oh, if I had someone who I was really talking to and like really wanted to show them a good time, that's a great spot. But I'm not going to be like, Hey, I found this really expensive yeah. spot. Like we're going to go up here. We're going to dress nice. We're going to feel good about ourselves. We're going to do this. Like I won't even mention money. Like it'll be a thing like, Hey, well, I want us to go do this. Let's come with me. And then it'll be chill. Like, you won't know how much it is unless you do your own research. You won't, like... Yeah. Uh, it's not about the money for me yeah. in that situation. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just there because I wanted to do it. And yeah. it just so happened to be expensive in some, in some cases. But that means, you know, I think you put the money forward with how much you care about the, the outcome of the date. And that's a lot of people. So I don't, I don't really... Yeah. I'm, not, I'm never going on a date expecting or ending in uh, an exchange of ro- romance. Um, so, so like that's not my intention. If yeah. it happens, it's amazing. As we connect that way, that's great. But it's my intention isn't for that. So like my me showing you like my how much money I make and like how we can go out and do this is like I'm not trying to swoon you. Like you know what I mean. I want you to feel good about me because we had a great conversation and like you think I'm cute or something. Not because I have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and but I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's I, it's overrated. I think because <laughs> I yeah. think it's and I, I think very overrated. It's, it, I still enjoy it. Yeah, still enjoy I don't want to it, say but, I'm. You know. I don't want to spend money. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like not a cheap. You know, Never you will I go to a nice. No. Uh, yeah. No. Cheap steak. A cheap steak. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a cheap steak. <laughs> but you know, I. It's not about the. But it's not about money for me. It's not like oh, steak. like I just really want to go do this thing, and whether that's drinking a beer in a park or like a nice dinner, yeah. I just don't want you to think about the money that's involved with it. Um, because especially the re- the reason I think that too is because you could like if like my money situation is not your like you have no business needing to know that like that's my that's my life that's like we're not getting married mm-hmm. we're not you know there's not a exchange of finances where I'm taking care of our family now or anything like you don't need to know how much I make you don't need to know that you don't need to yeah. that's like add it that's not that's none of your business like. When you're going on a date with somebody, it's like you're getting to know someone and their finances, their who they're friends with, like all that stuff is like that's on them because you don't know them. So like, why immediately set the standard of mm-hmm. money and being like, well, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just, it's just a weird thing that I can't get over. I've seen <laughs> those videos of gold digging tests and yeah, like they'll they'll hit on them and be like, I have a boyfriend, and they go to the Lamborghini and she's like, well, you know, my boyfriend's not here right now. <laughs> like, get out mm-hmm. of my face, like. <laughs> <laughs> like i just i i get, get so squeamish with money um when when it's very much an issue uh of like if you're gonna if you perceive me a certain way because of my money status and i get it like I, if you want if you are looking for a, someone you want to marry and someone who want you you think can take care of kids and stuff like that but i don't know there, there's a there's like a real gray area with whether how much you should care and how much you shouldn't for me like 
I don't know. I yeah. always look at your happiness. Yeah. Like we were just talking about this. 100%. Like if you're happy and you're like, let's say you're working as a teacher. We all know teachers don't get paid as much as they should. So obviously if I go on a date with a teacher, I'm like, okay, she's not a fully loaded, like driving uh, a brand new Mercedes down the street, you know, like, but I don't care. Like, you know, and I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I don't even think about the pay grade a teacher would get on a date, but I just like, even if you made a lot or not, I don't know. I just like, I don't even really think yeah. about it. So it's, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. 100%. 100%. What else you got? Hit me with something. Um, Oh, okay. Um, we've got, we got taken, I got, like, we can do this one really quick. Uh, taking naps. How do you feel about taking naps? Necessary. <laughs> Fucking not. Absolutely not necessary no now i'm not saying sleep all day and sleep for i don't know like take a three-hour nap which i have done (laughs) but (laughs) you ever fall asleep for like four hours in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. that's awful that's not the the worst feeling in the world you wake up and you're like what day is it what year is it (laughs) that's that's not a nap that's first sleep that's what that is and like (laughs) first sleep (laughs) Like a forty-five minute nap, poo man. If you're man, talking about a I can't. Good day. It throws me off. It throws me off. Like if I if I came home, if I slept for four hours, and then w- woke up and went, you know, had to go do something, didn't get enough sleep. Like if I came home and took a nap for like forty-five minutes, I'd wake up even more tired and more disoriented than I was, and I'd be like, "All right, like I'm really, I don't know what is going on now." And then until I go to sleep that <laughs> night, I'll just be in a funk, you know, <laughs> just be in a funk. Hey, man, naps aren't for everybody, but I'm telling you, dude. I mean, obviously, get the. I think that's just because you only slept four hours the night before. <laughs> you need that four-hour nap to get started. <laughs> That's true, like finish the other half of your sleep. Yeah, come on, man. But if you have, you know, a solid night's sleep, you have a busy morning, you have a bunch of stuff to do during the night, bruh, get you a nap. Take a little lay down. You deserve it. Okay. You deserve it. I, I, I can't recommend it because I, I, it just takes me out of it. I just like, I, I'll wake up and it'll feel like I'm hungover when I haven't drank at all. <laughs> It's like kind of the way I look at it. Like, oh, that's what time? What time are you taking these naps, bro? Like siesta hours, like between two and four. Siesta hours, like between two and four. <laughs> a good two o'clock nap. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. That's like, what uh, I wake up at like nine ish on a good day, and so mm-hmm. like by two o'clock, you know, that's like halfway through my day. Like I'm going, I'm going to bed at like eleven. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah. that'll get me to the end of the night if I did that. But then I would just, I get in a funk and i'm like uh eh, no i don't like this it's like <laughs> that's fine i mean you definitely can't oversleep and then you just it throws off your day but i don't know i don't know i think it i think it also depends on how long you sleep at night too like for me i will wake up at nine no matter what time i go to bed really? every time all the time damn you're really like you're... around nine o'clock it's just how it is like last night i didn't fall asleep until Maybe 3 a.m. I woke up at 9. I've had mornings where I don't go to sleep until 5 a.m. I will be up at 9. I make myself go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. If I don't have anything else to do that day. But I'm going to wake up at 9 first. You got that internal clock. (laughs) That's playing that song you used to love, but now you hate. Because it's (laughs) going off every fucking day. 
stuck in there, bro. Like, I don't need an alarm most times. Like, for real. Like, That's crazy. Nine times, nine times out of ten, I'll wake up before I even my alarm goes off. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Unpopular That's opinion. How it is. Open, open up those curtains before you go to sleep. Like, open up your blinds before you go to sleep or something like that. Because that's the only reason I wake up early in the morning. Or, like, around 9-ish or 10, like, if, I, if I'm, since I work evenings. I, I keep my mm-hmm. blinds open so the sun comes in when I wake up. Like, it'll hit me in the face. I'm like, okay, like, the sun's up means the day started. You know, I don't want to sleep. Because I sleep, if you do, if I sleep till, like, 2 p.m., which I did a couple of days ago, I, I'll think, like, by 5 o'clock, I'm like, okay, it's probably noon. And then I'll look, and it's 5 p.m., and I'm like, oh, my God, my day is, like, already gone. <laughs> it's like, the people first are time getting you off your of, clock yeah, all day. people are getting off of work right now. Like, <laughs> I can't be doing this. Damn. It just, but, yeah, I used to sleep in a lot, but, um, like, did you ever go through that phase, never... as like, when you were hitting puberty, where you slept for more hours than you were awake? Not at you all. You didn't? Dude, nope. listen to this. I... I came home. I came. Oh, no, because it's kind of scary. Check it's kind of scary. I came home. Uh, oh, so I woke up for school, went to school, mm-hmm. got home, and then fell asleep until like my mom or dad came home, which is probably like four, four and a half hours after I got home. Okay. And then I'd wake up and have, you know, they would come home. I'd talk to them for a little bit, eat some dinner, and then go to bed at like eight, and then wake up for school the next day at like seven fifteen. Like almost sleep, almost sleep nope. twelve hours, and then but also I'm taking that four hour nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I'm sleeping for like sixteen, seventeen that just, hours. That's just scarred you, dude. <laughs> that's just scarred you for life. And I, but like, I was fine. I functioned that way. Like I was a high functioning person in that. Like I got all my schoolwork done. I got all this. I was just like, for some reason, uh, and I, that was the phase where I ate like an absurd amount of food. For like a fourteen-year-old, you know, like you're eating like yeah. four dinners, and your your mom's like, "Dude, we just bought all this food," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, a I'm a growing boy." boy. Yeah. my knees hurt. Growing pains, God, dude. Oh, the fucking nipple stuff too. You remember, like, like when you're like, I don't nipple. Like stuff. when you're thirteen to fifteen, like, do you ever get those like little nodes in your in your nipple where it was like when you pushed it, it hurt a little bit. Do you get those like growing pains? No, I don't. You don't remember don't that? That's so. normal. I know it's normal. Don't, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like when you're hitting puberty, you get these like little I like nodes where your nipples hurt. It's like uh, it's like cha- like runners chafing. <laughs> they don't bleed, but <laughs> dude, I've never had that. Look, okay, now you're making me sound <laughs> like I'm crazy. <laughs> I know it's normal. No, I believe it. I believe it. I, I believe it's a normal thing, and just like I have like. I, I I just don't have big nipples even no, as a man. Like, no, you know I have saying? tiny like, ass little nipples, but it's just like <laughs> it's like they're like little Cheerios. But <laughs> I swear, but there was like it was like underneath the skin, and it felt like for a second because I remember going to my dad and being like, "Dude, this is this I is weird." Yeah, I have, like I thought I had some kind yeah. of like growth, abnormal growth on. He's like, "No, that's completely normal, man. It's just yeah. a growing pain," and he took it so lighthearted. That it scared me. I was like, no, no, this is yeah. cancer. You're just trying to be cool. See, I did, I did have like, I remember one time when I was like 15 years old, I got like some lymph nodes like under my armpit or something. And I was like, what in the world is happening here? Like, who knows? Maybe they just migrated to the right or something. Like, 
<laughs> you got the nose. No, it's not the nipple nose. I, I got the armpit. I get it. <laughs> That's so funny. That's like that's why the show Big Mouth is is like rang so true with me because it's talking about all those little like puberty uh, things that you go on in your all head when you're in that shit, phase man. of your life, and it's it hits just home like so like so hard. <laughs> Dang, yeah, I don't. I I never had the nipple okay, nodes, okay. man. At least I can well, good for remember. You. Like, <laughs> good, but... <laughs> not for me though. Well, not for you. <laughs> holy shit dude it's on track track. it's on track (laughs) and uh but i i know this one is uh this one is like a little bit debating but i love i love having conversations about this uh certain topic because Mm -hmm. um as like our generation feels a lot different than our parents generation but i also geographically uh feel like a lot of people feel different about this subject but the subject of marriage and like what it what it means to you Mm -hmm. and what it looks like for you um because like we we both have grown yeah. in the south we we obviously know that like thirty thousand dollar weddings with your whole your whole family and like the you know saying the lord's prayer before you you're when you're on the altar and stuff together it's like that that whole traditional aspect of marriage there i'm not saying yeah. that it's like all going to the curbside for me but a lot of it and the meaning behind a lot of that stuff is just i don't connect with anymore like i'm just like that's not what that means to me or you know and it's like the christian values that go behind like being married uh i it's hard to mm-hmm. in the way i love and the way i think about the world it's like they don't mesh and uh not but like you being in a serious yeah. relationship i'm curious uh like what that would oh this is like this is a hot topic in my house yeah, right now. yeah like just... <laughs> or like my parents <laughs> house anyway like oh my god so i've like I'm thinking of, not thinking, I am. I'm making this next step um, with Allison at some point in the future. <laughs> and, so uh, yeah. Nothing's been asked mm-hmm. yet, don't get me you wrong. Wait for the moment. It's, I mean, we're both well aware that it's happening, you know. But it's, and I told my parents, because my parents have just been, like my last girlfriend, they thought I was going to marry. And I was about, oh, to, no. <laughs> I was about, to, about to pop that question, but... Um, Anyway, so they asked me about Allison. I was like, yeah, like this is this is it. This is who I'm marrying. This is what's happening. And uh they got so excited my mom and oh my gosh, man. So it's funny. So my godfather is a preacher, my uncle Ray, and my mom immediately said, "Well, yeah, your uncle Ray is going to be officiating." Then I was like, "I mean, he can if he wants. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I don't mind it." That's totally fine, but already these decisions based on family culture are are mm-hmm. being made for me. <laughs> and I'm just like, look, I have like three best friends that I need a job for each. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like I'm gonna have my friend Kenny officiate this wedding. Like this is that's yep. what's happening. Like <laughs> like you and Paul got things to do, don't get me wrong, but like <laughs> But, like, I'm already trying to dictate where I'm putting these three yeah. important people in my life for this important person in my life. And and don't get me wrong. Like, it's I, I see the way I view marriage is I don't think it's something you just do, willy, mm-hmm. like, just willy-nilly, sure. you know? I don't think it's something like, oh, yeah, we've been together for six months, and, yeah, now we're getting married. I think people do that just because 
they're deeply religious and they really want to fuck. And yep. that's a... <laughs> Jesus said we can't till we have that ring. Bruh. <laughs> Side note, funniest thing I've ever seen. I know this is 100% fake, but it was like a fake article saying, yeah, we were abstinent before marriage and we stayed abstinent after marriage because now I'm sure we'll get twice the amount in heaven. <laughs> like, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. God's really gonna love this. Like, <laughs> holy shit! Dude. <laughs> I've never heard that. That is a fucking wild. But I do. I think that marriage is a very, very. It's a serious thing. It's a serious commitment. You know, what's the? It's like what? Over fifty percent of all marriages now, like get yep. are in yeah. the divorce. It's just because exactly. people make this decision based off of looks alone and not actually getting to know who their person is yeah um and yeah i'm not for that i want to actually like who i decide to be with mm-hmm. so that i don't know you know like yeah. it's an important thing to me like it is the religious context though like i i believe in god but i and i understand where that role plays in marriage but at the same time i don't know i feel I'm not going to say it's outdated because that is against what I think about it, but I don't feel as strongly as some people do. Yeah, you know like about mean? the whole traditional views and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have to yeah. be a traditional thing. Yeah. Being yeah. in Kentucky ruined my perception of marriage because, like, I was a part of that Christian student fellowship, and mm-hmm. I was seeing people get married at 18, 19, 20 years old, like their first Bruh. years of college, just because they, like, of that same reason, like, oh, we can't, you know, have sex, but, like, if we're married, we can, and then it's, but also you're just, like, it was, like, people got infatuated so quickly. And so then six, quickly. Six months it's later, they're like so you sheltered. Said, they don't, they don't know how to actually talk to Exactly. A person of the opposite sex or the same or whoever. Like, they don't know whoever, how to yeah. talk to a person they're interested in exactly. because they've been told forever, no, don't learn it. Like, you don't talk to anybody because that's temptation right there. Yep, and now it it's, <laughs> dude, I can't tell you how many friends I have that all got married at like 18 years old, like right after high school, just because they really wanted to fuck their girlfriend wow. <laughs> or they really wanted to fuck their boyfriend. I'm just Man. like, look, I hear you. I get it. But like, you know, I in 10 if, years, yeah. the Lord also says don't get divorced, and half of y'all are doing that, so, like... <laughs> yeah, no, they're exa- <laughs> exactly, like, if you if you didn't break that rule when you're in, like, when you're going into marriage, like, okay, we practice abstinence, then you gotta practice, like, if you're following the rule that heavy, you gotta follow the rule of not getting divorced and, like, just Dude. suffer through it, so I respect... You know, don't- I just respect the people who have, like, the 10-year relationship before they get married or something like yeah. that. Like, I yeah. respect that so heavy now because because the way I, I view it is I definitely want to know the person to the fullest extent. Like, I want to see you angry. I want to see you jealous. And I mm-hmm. want to see you sad before I even think about being, a, like, your life partner. Because in those scenarios, are like, those are going to – I'm going to – Hopefully see you at your worst, right? And, like, love, yeah. to me, I've learned, is it's not this doing things for people to make them feel like you're loved. It's doing things despite what you think of them and, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, you're doing things despite whether or not it helps you or not, and that's what love to me is. Like, so if you're just, like, infatuated this person, obsessed, and then you just want to, like, do that one thing with them and, or, like, you just think this – 
Like you have, the, and also it's social pressure too. Like your parents, especially in the South, like your parents, yeah. like got my parents got married super young. They had kids super young. It's, it's like part of the tradition of like when you hit when you're single and you're 25 in the South. It's you're, you're every holiday is the worst experience for you because they're like, oh when's that boyfriend God. coming or when's that girlfriend coming Dude. or when is, you know like when's that kid you're coming? Not wrong. Am I gonna be a grandkid? And you're like, <laughs> it's not even holidays. It's just every week. It's just every visit yeah, for it me, starts bro. to turn into every weekend. And you're like, God damn oh it! My like, God. <laughs> but I just. I, I get so misconstrued because my life partner will will legit be my best friend. And when I say like we will be one hundred percent best friends before I make a commitment of and 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 it cross like being a best friend. When I say this, it crosses more boundaries than I would say like my best friends. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we have romantic and in- intimacy, so that's a part of the relationship. So that's that makes me more you know. Uh, into this situation than it would be if I was with you, you know, like, (laughs) like that, that's your life partner. But also the way I think about it now is because marriage is such a construct of like our government with like taxes and stuff. Like if you're doing that, like you, if you married your best friend, like if me and you got married just for like tax reasons and because it helped us, like I love you to death. Like (laughs) it takes sex out of the marriage and like it would, and it would work like for me, like, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. I was just married to my best friend and we were like, yeah, let's benefit from this. Like, I love you dearly. Like we're not going to get a divorce because like I'm, you're going to go fuck other people or something like, you know, like that part of the relationship, yeah. it's just all emotional. It's like, cause I love you. And it's like, we do things for each other. Like that's where my mind's at. It's like the sex is the bonus. It's like, you know, that's, <laughs> it's like, the, it's the bonus. It's not, it's not what I'm looking for, but it's definitely like, you know, you want it in that relationship, you know? So it's, at least for me, I, yeah. like, I would want it in a, in a marriage. Um, but I have that problem with like, I'm, I get emotionally invested in people, but not, not in like an intimate way, physical intimate way, I should say. So mm-hmm. like, I, I want to, like, I feel more like if I trust you or if I, when I say I love you or I say um, like, you're, you're the person for me. Sex is not in my head for that statement. It's because like you did A, B, and C for me. It's because honestly, I I really feel you. We on shared that. I really feel certain you conversations. That. We shared certain feelings, I and mean, we're emotionally invested to where like you know things about me that no one else knows. Uh, you you yeah. pick up on things like when I like a like a, if you came home and you were irritated and Allison just instantly saw it like she's like ah oh, he's a little irritated let me give him some space that's what that's what you want from it's like not someone you know like I, that's who I want to marry and like that's where and that could come from like a anyone like it doesn't I feel like when you're in a romantic relationship like or uh, when you're getting married it's like this unity and you become one and now you're one person no you're two you're still two people. Still have people. your like have your separate lives in a marriage. I think a lot of people think that like when you get married, you're like unified and you have to do everything together and you're a unit and like which you are. They're, in a way, I will say you are. I'm gonna back that up and say that's your person. Like they they're your teammate. Like that's your homie. That's <laughs> that's the person that you should yeah. like have as your emergency contact. I that's the immediate that's the immediate one, yeah. one. But if that person you know also still has a life outside of you like still has friends still has family still has like things that aren't associated with you before you met them and like now that you're being integrated in mm-hmm. it, that's cool but there's still a separation of that you know what i mean like you can become a part of it yeah and like be very well liked and loved and appreciated in that and like from growing with that person which is amazing but that that person's entity and that part of their life is still like theirs like if you were to break up that's still gonna be there for them and like you know, mm-hmm. it's like, so when I think about it, like, 
I don't think of it as like becoming one. It's just like being like, okay, I want to integrate this person into all these aspects of my life because I love them. And like, I think that they will love every part of my life. So I want to show them. And I, <laughs> and sex isn't a, sex isn't like a thing about that. Like, I don't care if, when you meet my mom, I'm not like, all right, mom, the sex is great. Like, this is the one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you don't say that shit. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, sweetie. That's my boy. Like, (laughs) that's dumb. (laughs) And so, so, yeah, it's just a lot more of an emotional thing for me, which is why, (laughs) like, not having the conversation, I'm glad you and Allison had the conversation. Like, there's no surprise proposal. And when I say that, I mean, like, you're not just, like, doing it with absolutely no conversation of, like, hey, is this a good idea or should we talk about this? Like, that would scare the fuck out of someone. Like, you haven't even talked about it. And you're like, hey, will you marry me? Like, what? What? <laughs> this is like People I do can't that, make man. an impulse decision People like that. I can't. Do <laughs> Don't do it. Have the conversation beforehand and <laughs> Bro, I know too many people that like <laughs> that dating for 6 months. That's it. Pop the question. Wow. And that's I'm like that's insane. That's so That's it's so wild. That's so wild to me. That's so wild. But I also back it but up hey, and say, you know, when you know, you know. Yeah, like, when you know when you, you get know. when you get old you know, when you're 18 and 19 and you're like I know I'm like <laughs> like take some time yeah. but like you know when you get older like my brother um he's uh, in his early 30s now and he's settling down with this beautiful girl she has a kid named Eli and like they're going to start this family and they haven't been dating as long as I would say like hey you guys need this five year relationship to get know each other but like they're at a place where they got to know each other really quickly just because they don't have time to bullshit. You know, she has a kid. She like, he's like working a full time job. He owns a house, like things like that where they don't have that bullshit conversation anymore. Like when they started dating, it was like, let's hit the grind. Let's get to know each other. If this is working, this working and it works. So like within, you know, a year they're like, Hey, like come move in with me. And it's like, okay, like, cool. (laughs) I say, I, I completely feel you on that. Like I've talked about this a number of times too, about how, (laughs) At the very beginning of our relationship, COVID hit. So Allison and I have literally had no one to talk to yep. except each other for like for like a year and a half now, and it's just whew, maximum Imagine. overdrive. This relationship went into it really is, but I love it. Exactly. And I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> I really and it, it sounds yeah. it sounds awesome because like I I met Allison personally and we've hung out for a little while. I've said hey on the phone and stuff, but just from the stories you've told me, like I obviously don't know her as well as you do, but uh she has kept you in check. She has you've kept her in check. You guys have like had deep conversations and like every time you guys or like you tell me something about Allison, it's not like oh yeah we just went and got a drink and it's cool. Like it it was it was probably just as chill as that. But you're always like yeah. yeah. Then we talked about this one thing that we were struggling with or like we you know we had the really funny conversation whether Vince Vaughn was funny or not. Like <laughs> like there's like little parts where I go oh my god that's what that's why that works or like that's why that mo- that moment like between them two is like why I would encourage this, you know, and not like if you guys are having, it just sounds like you guys are having a great time, even when you guys aren't like, if that makes sense, you know, like, yeah. Cause like, I know yeah. you've been, our boring nights in are yeah. like, and great. like the times that it. you've come to me and like, we've talked on the show where you kind of had like, when you got your car stolen and like you had COVID and like, there was like moments in like this past year where <laughs> like you were definitely not happy, but 
with like Allison around and her being in your life, like it never was a situation of like, oh, this is feeding into our relationship and it's making me unhappy in this way too. Like you always were like, oh no, she's a support beam. She's got my back. We've actually talked about this. She was there. Like that, all that stuff that when you look back on it, it was like, yeah, I was sad. But was I? Like, was I really sad? No, I wasn't at all. Like, See, you know, it's so funny. So, so Allison and I talked about this the other day. Uh, talking about this yesterday, I was telling you that I wasn't having the best day yesterday. And I was like, you know, I feel just unhappy. But then I was like, honestly, how unhappy am I really if, like, I have you in my life? And, you know, all this all this sweet, gushy shit. And, like, it's just it, that's that's what it was. It was that grounding factor that pulled me out of that little rut that I was in yesterday. And I was like, damn. Like, I really don't have a lot to complain about. Yeah, this is a sucky situation that I'm in right now, but... Yeah. Yep, yeah, Look who I have to come home to. And that's why we were talking about, like, leaving work at the door. Like, that's kind of the way I feel about emotions sometimes. It's like, if I'm having a rough day because of outside stimulus, such as work or my family's or friends or somebody's getting on my nerves or whatever the case may be, and I come home to that situation, it's like, all right, I know I... When I say leave them at the door, I don't mean, like, I'm going to dismiss them and not think about them. I'm just like... Hey, I'm with you. I'm emotionally invested and attentive in this moment. I'm present here. Those emotions can wait because I'm happy. And those don't make me happy. It's not like yeah. I don't know. And that's kind of the way I view like emotions and like oh, wait, you like leave them at the door. Like come, you know, just come home. Like just be stressed out or like, be stress free when you come home from work. And then you talking about your day, you don't feel anxiety about mm-hmm. doing that. And like even if you are vocaling a negative side of your day, it's like oh no, this is a happy moment. It's like that's what that's what that shit. And, oh. Like <laughs> fucking men. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Sounds really mushy, but <laughs> I uh, I will now I will not have a thirty thousand people or a thirty thousand dollar wedding like for no no reason whatsoever. I'm kind of in the mood just to go to the courthouse and then just like throw a huge party like one day in my backyard for everyone to come over I think, and hang out. Listen, <laughs> I think that is the level. That's how you know it's who you want is when you get to that conclusion, or that's like one of the telltale signs, because some people are just like, oh yeah, I want to have this giant party, this giant celebration, I want to drop mm-hmm. 50 fucking grand on this, when, if you're happy enough to just go to the courthouse and just, right, yeah, let's do this thing, I think that's exactly. how you know, you're because I still want the party, <laughs> I still want like a reason for all my friends oh, to don't come get me wrong. I, I still want the actual like, have ceremony, because I don't, I'm not a, like the, the whole like Christian, uh, tradition of a wedding of being in a church and like having a pastor and like having someone is uh someone like unify you in that way just like traditionally it, i wouldn't feel mm-hmm. it as much as like people who are traditionally christian would you know I, I just wouldn't have that emotion of like god is bringing us together and like it's not a, it's not a hinder on anybody i like like i said good for you not for me um but it's I just like it's yeah. well, I think about it as a moment between me and this person. It's like you were saying, it's like it is just me and you in this relationship. It is just us. It's a decision between me and you. It's not a decision between my uncle Jerry, my mom and dad, like all these people that like are gonna be there. Like it's not it's not it's not for them, it's for us. And if we can make the vow and make this ceremony just between us, I'm happy. That makes me the utmost. That means you really like you were saying, you really feel like I'm your person and vice versa. And then throw the party and like yeah. be like, all right, we're having a barbecue next Saturday because we just got married. Like everyone come over, like, <laughs> and then and then you just have the party there. And then like you can spend some. Of course, I'm gonna spend some money, you know, make some, get some food and make sure everyone's drinking, like hanging out and having a good time. But yeah. like, it's not gonna be a thirty thousand dollar adventure, like, <laughs> you know, I don't, I like, <laughs> I just don't, 
I yeah. don't get it. Like, I'm not going to have a bridezilla on my hands. I'm not going to like, be doing all that. Like, And it sounds crazy, but then I, I, met, I met some people that when I have the same discussion and I'm talking about like, oh, like, you know, are you going to be like your wedding dress? And they're like, fuck a dress. Like, and then I'm like, oh my God, I like you. Like, I, I think I love you. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's like, oh, my and wedding moving pants up to the suit, Northeast, um, especially What's Philly. That's why I said Kentucky kind of ruined my perception on marriage is because it was so heavily involved and so influenced by this Christian culture that when I moved up here, a lot of people here don't have the tradition and like don't have those like beliefs. And so when they get married, it's a completely different process and it means completely different to people. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a lot more open here. Um, like I, I've met people I work with too that are in open marriages and stuff like that. Like I said, it's probably not for me, but it's you know it's there's it like the mind the uh, the openness around here is like it's just a view on marriage is completely different. And so I'm just I'm learning what other people's yeah. views on it and like maybe like take little Easter eggs from each one and be like this is kind of what I think of it and as a as a whole. And I think that's. I think people get caught up in, especially the traditional view. That's the only thing you know. That's the only thing you see. That's the that you saw your parents do that, and then you see your best friend do it. And so you got to think you do it, and that's the way it should be. And like, it's like no, 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 no. Like yep. go somewhere else, live somewhere else for a little while. That's like out of your comfort zone. And you'll see, like it's not at all what it is. Like it's completely different. It's completely different. <laughs> and, and even like the the go. definition of marriage, uh, I don't know. It's like it changes wherever you are. Like you know. I just and you just gotta. I think it's it's like even in marriage, you gotta figure out what what works and what doesn't. I think marriage is just it's just the commitment of saying, "Hey, this is my person." But for me, it's more that it's a lot of that. But it's also like you're integrating them into your like your life at that point. Like you got to claim them on your taxes. Like they're a they're you're gonna see their name on all your forms. You're gonna co-sign where a house for with them, and so like you're choosing to like. It's not, yeah, yeah, we're committed as people, but we're committed to making and doing things together, such as those things in the future now. Like, so that's where my mind's at. It's like, do I really want to, like, I don't think about, yeah, I love this person, but do I want to buy a house with them? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, those are the questions you got to (laughs) ask. Like, 100%. 100%. So I I just have like a little, little bit of a... Yeah, like a, I wouldn't say I'm a little bit more open minded to what marriage looks like for people than I think than I was raised. That's fair. That's fair. I feel the same way. I I don't think I'm as. I still have that lens mm-hmm. of marriage as a tradition thing. Not so much, you know, yeah. follow X, Y, Z. That's the formula over here. <laughs> then now you're married. Oppa, <laughs> oppa. Yeah, it's not like that, but. <laughs> But it still has, like, a very deep meaning to me, mm-hmm. and that's why mm-hmm. I have been so scared of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because I know it, I, I know what it means to me, and I want to do it with someone who who makes yeah. it work. Who yeah, makes and also, that like, you guys got to match. So. Like, the meaning of marriage yeah. kind of has to match. Like, you guys can't have total different views on what... Like, if, when yeah. you guys had that conversation, if you guys had total different views on what marriage would look like for you guys, it would... It, you know, that's why I always have that conversation yeah. of like, what does that mean to you? What is it like? What does it, it really like burn, look yeah. like for you in your eyes? Because then, if you tell me something completely different than the like, I, what I'm thinking it might look like, <laughs> we go, we gonna have to have a lot more like talks between us. Like, <laughs> we gonna need some, we, we need some need discussions. Go we gonna need to go on an expensive some date talks. and talk about. This. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, there's it lots is. of beautiful parks. Oh, there. yeah. You can make it. You'll make it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everyone, <laughs> this is a little bit of a little more untraditional way that we've recorded yeah, an episode. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Which, I honestly, I had a lot like, of fun. You know, this is just kind of yeah. throw a bunch of things around, keep it light, have a few laughs, still talk about some things that matter. Naps, get on Naps, <laughs> Don't get on it. Get on this rant. You deserve it. They're not good for you. <laughs> you deserve it, bro. <laughs> oh man but uh you guys can uh follow us on instagram at almost cool pod follow the youtube channel almost cool podcast um i'm about to have like three nice. videos drop in the, like two days because <laughs> yeah it's about to be I'm about to be running on that thing um follow martin creation underscore of martin follow me jordan hooter underscore um if you could uh, a lot of people have, but if we could rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be fantastic. Um, whoop, whoop. Hit that subscribe button, baby. It feels so weird asking people for that, but it does help a ton. Um, I had a friend actually the other day who like showed me that we're in like their oh, top. The, oh, Spotify, that's so cute! Oh, um, hell yeah! Listens or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. It's really nice. Um, but yeah, also. If you have any thoughts on anything, if you don't have social media, which mm-hmm. totally understand, might be on that train soon myself. Um, <laughs> besides this, anyway, um, almostcoolpod at gmail.com is where you can email us. If you want to talk about something, just need an ear, have an idea for the Absolutely. show, um, let us know. That'd be and, fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, stay tuned for Hell next yeah. week. We'll have more uh, juicy topics. <laughs> more juicy topics 